This is Ordinals Learn Space with Ordinals and Friends, and we are here to learn about the brand new world of Ordinals. Let's go. Today, just looking at fees and mining and where it, where it comes from. So maybe, Ordinly, could you take us through, um, I guess, some of the basics about how the fees are generated, and I guess that's from how the blocks are formed on the chain. Yeah, so, so yeah, um, let, let's maybe start with how blocks are formed and, and, and how, that, how that whole process of mining works. And essentially, when you, when you want to participate in the Bitcoin network and make a transaction, then, you know, you're submitting that transaction to, um, you know, to a Bitcoin node, ideally your own Bitcoin node, and it propagates through the Bitcoin network. Um, and all the transactions that are not yet mined, um, so just proposed transactions are stored in the, uh, you know, what's called the mempools, uh, the, mm-hmm. the in memory pools um, of, of each Bitcoin node. And mm-hmm. um, miners uh, play the role of, um, you know, Bitcoin being a proof of work chain of, um, you know, essentially generating hashes for, for block candidates. And when they find a valid hash that satisfies the current difficulty period, they can mm-hmm. assemble a block. And there is two kinds of incentives for miners to do that. One incentive is the uh, the so-called block reward. So with each new block, um, there is um, uh, currently a, a block reward of um, uh, 6.25 Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So it's one part of the incentive for the miner. And the second incentive for the miner is the fees that are paid by transactions. Um, mm-hmm. So every transaction in Bitcoin um, uh, carries a fee. There's a certain minimum fee uh, that is set depending on the size. And that mm-hmm. fee goes to the miner as a reward. So miners are incentivized for their work uh, of, of securing the chain by, mm-hmm. by getting both from block reward and from, uh, from Bitcoin transactions. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. So, 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 in order for the blocks to be formed on for the blockchain, um, we're doing this thing called proof of work, and that's where these computers are, uh, are doing their calculations, um, t- doing the hashing, as as you were saying, um, and that, and by putting those blocks together in the best way, um, they are rewarded with. Uh, the the block reward as well as these fees and and is that where the fees for inscribing are coming from? Yeah, so the, the inscriptions are just kind of normal Bitcoin transactions that are, um, you know, typically larger than 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 other Bitcoin transactions because they contain the data that is to be inscribed, and mm-hmm. they they have to pay fees like any other mm-hmm. Bitcoin transaction. Uh, to be mined, and what a miner is doing when it's when it's putting a block together is essentially looking at the mempool, at their mm-hmm. mempool, um, and and picking out the highest fee-paying transactions, um, and and kind of assembling a block that pays them the maximum uh, the maximum reward, right? So mm-hmm. miners are um, you know are uh, assumed to act uh, you know like in an uh, rational way and, and and pick the highest fee paying transactions, put them together, that creates mm-hmm. the block. And that's also why when you want to inscribe something, 
you need to compete in a in a you know kind of open market process with all other uh, participants in the Bitcoin network who want to get their transaction mined, right? And that that's also what makes you know many people talk about the fee market. Um, that's that's what what creates this dynamic fee market where sometimes it's more expensive to inscribe, sometimes it's less expensive. That really depends on how many other people are trying to make um, Bitcoin transactions, including inscriptions, at that point in time, and what are they willing to pay? And then it's essentially like, you know, whoever pays most gets into the block. Right. Okay. And so that's the reason why uh, fees, for example, now that, you know, we're recording in August, the fees are relatively low, but in March and April, the fees were quite high because people were inscribing on mass like thousands and thousands of inscriptions happening so it's the the congestion of the network is that fair to say or or, or the usage of the network yeah the usage usage of the network i mean you can you know there's there's some popular websites i think mempool.space is the most popular one where you can see uh mm -hmm. like how many transactions are there in the you know waiting to be mined and what are they willing to pay and, and that gives you a very good idea of kind of, okay, so what, what, what's the current, how competitive is the fee market at this point in time? Like, mm -hmm. are there people who are, you know, in a rush to get, um, to get, uh, you know, to get their transactions mined? Um, and, and how many people are wanting to make transactions at the same time? Yeah, so you can talk about congestions or a congestion okay. or, or just, you know, kind of the, um, the, the compet competition for, for block space. Okay. And, and so then I guess it uh, is of relevance to artists and creators then if, if they're doing their inscribing, they would want to wait for a, a period of the day or um, a, a period where there's generally lower usage and, and therefore less fees um, and just to, to try and minimize that cost. Yeah, exactly. That's like, yeah. you know, if, if, if you're... Typically, if you um, if you have some flexibility with your timing to inscribe, that definitely helps with with fees, um, because then you can you can wait for a for a lower um, you know for a lower fee period where there's less competition, um, and that that typically helps with fees. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so, if it costs um, this much to inscribe a like a one hundred kilobyte file. Is it also going to cost that same amount to move the file? Like, is it a different fee or? Um, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's yeah. that's that, yeah, that's a great question, and that's um, the answer is moving the um, you know moving inscriptions or moving ordinals to be more specific is significantly less expensive because essentially what you're doing like inscribing and moving an inscription are two very different things but you're actually yeah. moving when when you're transferring ownership of an inscription is you're just moving the ordinal yes. um right the 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 ordinal remember from from our uh, um you know our podcast on on like the anatomy of a uh, of an inscription i think is what what it was called um you know, essentially, the ordinal is just the one Satoshi that points to the inscription and you're moving that one Satoshi around. So right. typical fee in the current fee market to, to move an inscription around is, you know, a few hundred to maybe a thousand or two thousand Satoshis. 
while you know what you what you need to spend um to make an inscription of let's say um you know 100 kilobytes is, is significantly more it can be uh you know a few hundred thousand uh, satoshis in the current fee market okay okay so uh, a lot of the time probably the most common question i get asked by artists is how much is it going to cost me to inscribe my artwork what would you say to that again it depends on on the current uh, on mm -hmm. the current fee market um yeah. at the moment like i think this morning we were around six satoshis per rebyte at that fee rate um you know for a typical image file of uh you know a little less than uh you know 100 kilobytes you, you're maybe paying you know on the order of 50 60 uh, us dollars um mm -hmm. to inscribe it um but if you you know if kind of the the prevailing fee rate doubles like if you, if you are at uh, 12 satoshis per vbyte then also your your fee to inscribe doubles so yeah um but but that's kind of roughly uh you know out of magnitude um, yeah and and of course things can change quite quickly um and as we said it, it's often good to wait well it's it's good to wait for a time when there's less use of the network and less fees um just an offhanded thing thought like i think it would be really good if one of the explorers or even ordinals.com ended up having a uh maybe a user-friendly or a, a, an artist-friendly way of looking at the fees um because six sets per v byte it's some, it's a, it requires some computation <laughs> calculation, but it it does, was it like, yeah. you know, if it was one megabyte equals this, or you know, four hundred kilobytes equals this in US dollars, that that might be a little bit easier, and that that being a dynamic kind of gauge on the website would be really cool. Yeah, um, that's, that's a great idea.